All right, everybody. I'm super excited for this episode of Leading Ladies Corpus Christi. Uh, first and foremost, because I'm sitting across from Tina Lane, the owner of Gold Dust Cosmetic Tattooing and Pinnacle Tattooing, but also because this is episode 50. So I'm just, thank you so much for being yeah, here, Tina. Yeah, thank you. It's an honor to be here. I appreciate you asking me. Yes. Uh, and like I said, you had been on my radar for a little bit, but I just wasn't sure. It's just one of those things. I'm like, how yeah. do I approach you? I've been a fan for a while. Aww. But yeah, thank you so much. And you're also turning 50 this year. I am. You just big told deal. Me. Yeah, yeah, that is a big deal. Yeah. So it's pretty Milestone. Cool. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I mean, you <laughs> obviously take excellent care of yourself. And if that's what 50 looks like, then hallelujah. Well, you know, in between a cheeseburger and a uh, run, we uh, take care of ourselves. The balance, yes. And we're going to talk about this soon. That's it. Okay, so obviously your specialty is tattooing. Cosmetic tattooing, not traditional. Okay, so tell me about that. How did you, did you always know you wanted to go this route? Have you always just been edgy? I mean, you're just so freaking cool. No, actually, I... um, I grew up in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I went to a Catholic school, so (laughs) definitely tattooing was not anywhere on the radar. However, I was born into a family of tattooers, and so um, like most people, when you're born into something, that goes against the grain of what you actually want, right? Right. And so I saw tattooing my entire childhood, and so as a result, I really had no interest in it. Isn't that bizarre? Yeah, the irony of it, right? And, um, I mean, fast forward, and I ended up finding my way to Texas, and um, I met my husband, and he he is a tattooer. It was kind of a long story. It was um, different travels, and one thing led to another, and Mm -hmm. here's this little town in in Texas that... uh, seemed like it might be a good idea at the time and right. whatever it here def- we are yeah, here we are yeah. yeah 28 years later we're here um but I met my husband and um decided that it was worth staying for so at any rate my husband was a tattooer and um I worked in the legal field wow and so it, again still not on my radar I ran a law firm for about 20 plus years you yeah. ran a law firm yeah. what does that yeah. mean so you know I started off as everybody does in an office you know about somewhere back in the file clerk in the mail room doing whatever you can whatever the boss tells you to do and um, just with tenacity and you know, good grace. I was able to work my way up with some skill and um, education. And so running a firm is just the equivalent of saying, um, you're the yes person. Okay. You do whatever it takes to get the job done wow. for the person that's telling you what to do. Yes. So, um, and why law? I mean, it's just kind of, what well, you because into. at the time, no, at the time when I was, um, 16, I'll never forget. There was a young lady that said to me, um, the highest paying field that an uneducated woman could go into was the law field. And at the, at the time I, I mean, I was high school graduate, Mm -hmm. but I didn't have any college education at that point. And so first and foremost, I wanted to make money and if I'm going to work, I want to make good money. So, um, I pursued that and I just started, you know, like I said, in the file room and very quickly worked my way up and just kind of the rest was history. And so it, uh, even through college, I did end up going to college, and I mm-hmm. did end up getting, um, you know, my my degrees. But degrees plural. Yeah. Wow. Well, so I thought that I was going to take a different avenue, but it wasn't. It just it just didn't turn out because I made more money 
working for this firm than mm -hmm. I would ever make utilizing a psychology degree. Of course. So even as a licensed therapist, I think that, you know, there were so many variables to take into consideration that while you might make a good living, you're going to have insurances and you're going to have, I mean, there just were so many other things that would have to be considered of where course. I could check in at eight o'clock and check out at five o'clock and be done and have a great, a great pay. And yes. you know, I had two children and they were young. And so it was just, it just wasn't really on my radar to pursue um, a private practice of any kind. Right. So um, yeah, legal field is where it was at. That is so such a cool uh, trajectory that you went on. Yeah. And I think it's so funny that you grew up in a household of tattooers mm -hmm. and ended up moving to a completely different state mm -hmm. and hitting it off with a tattooer. Mm -hmm. It's just perfection. Mm -hmm. like, in mm -hmm. destiny. I met, um, I met Chris um, as a result of some family members. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't just pure happenstance. Okay. It was definitely, um, you know, he was definitely um, somebody that was kind of put in my path. Right. So, Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me more about your, your uh, growing up around tattooing. So I have um, three uncles and all three of them are tattooers. Mm -hmm. All three of them have had their own tattoo shops um, at different points in their lives and in multiple states. Um, and uh, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird thing. Like you don't, you know, keep in mind I'm 50. So back when, you know, in the seventies and eighties, it wasn't like it is now. Yes. It was a little bit like, oh, the Hell's Angels are rolling into town mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And literally one of my uncles was a Hell's Angel. Um, not the one that owns a tattoo shop, but another right, one. So, right. you know, it was kind of a little bit of a stigma. And Absolutely. it wasn't and certainly a girl who was wearing a Catholic uniform from school. We weren't coming home and telling everybody or we weren't going to class rather and telling everybody like, Oh, this is what's happening. Really quite honestly, we didn't talk about it. It yep. just was, that was our norm and it was no big deal. Mm -hmm. Um, there were wonderful uncles and their jobs were irrelevant to me. Right. You know, it's just like, it's the same thing I'm sure for my children who would see their family members and like, Oh, my uncle Casey owns the house of rock. Big deal. Yeah. He owns a bar. So yeah. what? you know what yes. I mean? So it's just a, it was just a title and I didn't really think much of it. I did see though, again, with the time frame, like there was a different vibe going at that time and the parties were a little bit more different than they are today. Mm -hmm. And you know, so I could see the type of person that had, tattoos and it maybe wasn't reflective of where I wanted to see my life of course um go yes. so I tend to take a um I, I took a pretty staunch approach of like no I don't want this in my life I'm not really into tattoos yeah I just love hearing this just yeah. because I know where you are now yeah so you come you come to Texas yeah. you, you meet your husband and he he's tattooing Yes. So then you said even then you were just... Well, so by that point I'd already had a couple tattoos. Well, like, um, I think my whole back was maybe tattooed at that point. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I met him and um, Chris was my first friend that I met here. And so it was really a pretty special relationship. It was one that I uh, we cultivated and nurtured. Mm -hmm. Um so first and foremost, that's kind of where that all that all began was yes. just with that friendship. And then, um, you know, fast forward, I was here, but then I left to, to go to Austin to um, 
continue some education mm-hmm. and still um, still with psychology uh-huh okay. and uh, well no that was more in the legal that was uh, specialized in legal to get some um certifications Excellent. so at any rate um while there that was kind of when it was like well maybe i maybe i do want to pursue this a little bit more you know i i didn't know i just didn't know so anyway we thank you for we, saying that because yeah. yeah people who know what they want to do right away i'm always yeah. impressed by i was not that person <laughs> no i mean i'm 50 and you know the truth is at this time in our lives like our lives are so much longer than they ever were before you know thankfully mm-hmm. But as a result, you don't have to have one career or two careers. You can have multiple paths yes. and you can be successful in your own way at every one of them um, in your own time, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I was in Austin and um, in school and it was going well, um, but I, I did miss um, certain aspects of corpus, which mm-hmm. is the irony of even saying no, that kind of blows so my good. mind. It's so well, good. You have to understand, you know, when I moved here, I came from Scottsdale and it was a huge cultural mecca. Like mm-hmm. there was something for everyone. Absolutely. See, I don't know it much was about huge. It. I mean, you're over a million people population. Wow. So it was massive. And, and, and then I come to Corpus and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know what to do. What year was know. this? And I was in, I mean, I was 90, 92, right. 91, 1991. Yes. Okay. And so, um, you know, it was just a, a an uncertain time in my life is mm-hmm. really what it was. And it was not uncertain in the sense of like, what's going to happen, but uncertain in like, who am I and yes. what am I going to, what am I going to evolve to, you know? Mm-hmm. And I say that like, it's a flippant question and it's not, I mean, no, it takes us years and years to find that answer. It's not like I'm going to ask myself that on Monday and on Wednesday, I'm going to have a, you know, a full complete synopsis of who I yes. am today. You know, it, it's taken me a lifetime to, to really just be comfortable with who I am. Oh, hallelujah. And, you know, yes. there, there will be people who really appreciate that. And then there will be people who don't like you. Mm-hmm. And that's not my shit. That's yeah. theirs. I'm <laughs> exactly. okay with that. I'm yes. okay. And, and I love that you said that too, that not only can you take as long as you need to develop yourself uh, you yeah. know, how, how you want, but also that you can explore these different trajectories right. that, you know, and, and be good at it in right. your own way. So I love that. Yeah, good. Yeah. So, yeah. so you said Scottsdale moving here. I mean, it's yeah. culture shock pretty much. Well, you know, it really was. Um, desert now to the coast. Um, I mean, everything. Everything that I knew was now different. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. It wasn't necessarily a good thing either. It was just different. Was and just I needed thing. to adjust, yes. you know. And so, and so you had no family here. I did. I did have a couple of family members okay, here. Good. I did. Um, but the thing, the thing with the move was, um, you, we all go through periods in our lives where we think, um, you know, I'm just not really happy. This isn't really going the way I want it to go. Whatever, whatever your scenario is, and it's so easy for us to figure a blame of some sort on Absolutely, something, right? Yes. Instead of taking a look at yourself and like, well, wait a second. If I wasn't happy there and I'm not happy here, why would I be happy? Mm-hmm. All that's just geography. Yep. You have to take yourself with yeah, you. What's the concept? No matter where you yes. go, you're, you're, the, you're yes. there. So if you're not happy in any of those places, chances are you're not happy. Yes. So it was kind of a time for me to like really um, become honest with myself and recognize like here's some characteristics of, of 
where I was at that point in my early 20s and um, and early 20s is just yeah. such a trying time and then you move to a completely new state and everything well and I'm pretty um, you know I'm sure that there are, you could ask five people who who either know me or know of me and you're going to have five very different opinions yes. I'm a very strong willed woman and I'm very um, I'm open minded but I also have an opinion about everything mm-hmm. and I don't think there's anything wrong with sharing your opinions, not to the point of being offensive. It's never, it's never any, I don't feel like it should ever be anybody's intent to offend. I do feel like it is, um, we owe it to ourselves and to whomever we're having a conversation with to have honesty. Yes. So, um, preach, but because of that, um, you know, there there are probably some personalities in this town that don't really care for me because they think I'm a bit harsh or mm-hmm. that I have these opinions and, you know. And then the flip side to that is I don't care. Yes. I don't really care. And that, that to me, it, there's so much beauty and being as established as yourself and uh, living the life that you're living and getting to that point where you truly are so secure in yourself and how you feel about you Yeah, that everything else is just noise. Right. Yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, I feel pretty fortunate. I have a lot to be um, thankful for in that regard. You know, I didn't just wake up and like, I'm good. You know, there was a shit show for a period of time where you're just kind of figuring things out. You know, Um, I have an amazing husband. You know, Chris and I have been together for 28 years. And so it's, uh, you grow up. Mm-hmm. With the person that you, um, with your person, whoever yes. that person is. Um, and I feel like we have had the luxury of time. You know, oh, not everybody has afforded that, that opportunity. Yes. what a beautiful and, way to put um, that. So, yeah, you know, I, I married, uh, I tease him all the time, but it's the honest truth. You know, I married a bad boy who's developed into a fine man, mm-hmm. you know, and he probably... I don't know. I've, I don't know that I've evolved as much as he has. I'm just, uh, I, I'm just strong-willed. Yeah. And well, maybe so, like the base points were yeah. different, right? Yeah. Like he's, he came further because he yeah. caught up maybe. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know. He, he maybe softens my edges a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty, um, yeah, kind of tough. So it's, it's, uh, no, that's, that's such a great quality. I mean, that's why part of the reason I have you on here. I mean, the the women that I bring on inspire me in so many ways and for you to, like you said, speak, speak your mind and not to be offensive, but to be true to to your voice. Well, I think that that's part of, that is part of, um, a challenge that I think that we have in today's society and in culture as a whole, you know, women are encouraged to be strong. Right. Yes. But then once you start voicing your opinion, Mm -hmm. you you need to, you need to quiet down. Yes. You know, soften it up a little bit. Why? Mm -hmm. Why? I don't, I don't need to do that. Yeah. It's a weird double standard. And you know, whenever I was younger, I was more willing to kind of go along with these expectations of others. And then as I've gotten older and I've seen exactly what you just said, happened to women I uh Marsha the the attorney in the OJ Simpson case I don't mm-hmm, know if you saw mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. she's there and she's trying to kick butt and and all they're talking about is how she needs to soften her look mm-hmm. cuz they don't like how she looks mm-hmm. regardless of what's coming mm-hmm. out of her mouth mm-hmm. and uh yeah I mean you start to kind of be like why why yeah. is this going on yeah. what's I think that that's probably on a on a 
the pendulum shift. You know, I do think that um, there is always going to be an emphasis on appearance, no matter what sex, mm -hmm. right? I agree with that. Um, and I do think that um, we're all held to some sort of a standard uh, in each culture, in each respective culture, you yes. know? Um, I don't really think that there's anything wrong with being held to a standard, but mm -hmm. I don't think that there's anything wrong if you don't want to conform to that Absolutely. standard either. Yes, that's you a know? great, yes. So I love I, that. I think that, you know, it's just a willingness of acceptance mm -hmm. for everybody in general. I mean, I don't necessarily want to stand next to somebody at the grocery store who hasn't showered. Right. You know, that's, yes. that's not me um, being a jackass. I just want for somebody else to have enough self-care. Right. You know? Yeah. The flip side is somebody will look at me and think, because I'm so heavily tattooed, oh, I must be this, this, or this. Mm -hmm. So I understand, you know, having a preconceived notion or even just a visual perception of somebody and automatically you have your thought yes. of somebody. Yeah. I mean, it, it's just so ingrained mm -hmm. and, and trained and that kind of thing. But yeah. I mean, a, a woman like you mm -hmm. is definitely helping change that a little bit. Like, Hey, you know, there's definitely more. I don't know. I mean, this. I would like to, I would like to think so, but m m beyond that is, um, I would like to think that it's not so much women like me, but just cultural, you know, society as a whole, culturally, we're trying to look beyond mm -hmm. no pun intended we're really <laughs> trying to pass the the visuals and really listen to what what does somebody have to offer you yes. know so at this point in my life i i say this with regularity and i'll never forget when my son uh christian my oldest son he started dating sierra who's now his fiance um when they first started dating um I looked at her and I said, you're either an asset or a liability. So figure it out. Wow. What are you going to be? To and her. To her. Ooh, this is amazing. So, and she kind of looked at me like, what, what are you, like, why are you even talking to me like this? Mm -hmm. But you have to look at every single being, every situation every scenario as that you don't have to i choose to right. i choose to look at it because at this point in my life i have too much value on every single instance so if you're not a gain for me mm -hmm. i don't want anything to do with you yes it's just that simple oh my god and i'm not talking so about like a monetary yes. value i don't need to gain something monetarily although professionally i better be yeah. but you know when when just even tonight, why did I agree to do this? Well, because I have something to learn from you. you wow. Know, I've never been here. Mm -hmm. I'd have never met you. So what are you doing? Why are you doing these podcasts? Why, you know, what do I have to learn from you? Maybe there's something I need to know. Yes. So, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take this step and I'm going to come to, you know, I just typed Chris. This is the address I'm at. I've never met this person before, so now you know. Yes. And you know, it's kind of a joke, but this it's the truth. So I have to look at every situation with exactly that premise that I'm either gonna I'm either going to gain or I'm going to lose and I'm mm -hmm. not in anything to lose anything. Yes. So uh, cut my loss and 
sever a hemorrhage and move on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's yeah. an excellent way to, to yeah. go about it. And I hope that a lot of people listen to this and do start approaching it in that kind of way. Yeah. Because you don't necessarily have to say yes to everything. In if fact, it's you not, shouldn't. Yes, that's another thing. Yeah. Something that I've come to learn as yeah. I've become older. So my husband once told me, um, you know, when you're good at something, people will take everything that you're offering and they'll take beyond what you're offering. So it doesn't matter whatever it is your skill is. They're going to take and take and take until you finally say, this is what I'm willing to give. Mm-hmm. And it's either good enough or it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Exactly. You know, so you just have to get to the point where you're comfortable with it. Yes. And they either are or they're not. It doesn't. Right. It's the irrelevant. whole boundaries thing. I mean, yeah, you, you have to establish boundaries. Yeah. Uh, you know, but what, while also maintaining a balance of vulnerability it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I mean, because you're here uh, and, you know, definitely sharing something with someone you've never met before. Right. Which I'm so appreciative of. But again, you weighed it first. Sure. Kind of thing. And so that, to me, is the perfect way to approach this. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, so you're you're here. Yep. You're in Corpus. You're yep. with Chris. Yep. So Chris is um, working as a tattooer. And then fast forward a few years, and then he becomes partner in a local tattoo studio. And um, we now have two children. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm still working at the same firm downtown. And, um, you know, like... Probably 99% of all young marriages, there's the ebb and the flow and, you know, there's good times and there's bad times. And Chris and I probably hit a little bit of a lull in our marriage where at that that time I was in graduate school and um, he was working feverently to hone his craft. We had two children and so it's almost, we became a partnership, not... It was almost a professional partnership, not um, a romantic partnership, although I'm not dismissing that aspect of our relationship. I'm saying that it was more like, high five, I'm going to work, and then I'm going to school, and he's going yes. to work, and he's going to go back to his studio and you know, create the work for tomorrow or next week or whatever. So there became these challenges in our marriage, and um, it got to a point where you got to fish or cut bait. What's Mm going to happen, you know? And so I had to, and he had to really take a look um, individually at ourselves and then collectively as husband and wife, as well as in unity as a family of four. Mm -hmm. And do you love somebody enough to forge forward? Yes. You know, that's... um, that's a heavy feat and it takes a lot of damn work. Yeah. Um, and we did, we decided that, okay, a lot of the stuff that you're doing is really making me crazy, but let's figure out, you know, it's, it's that let's write down all the lists of the positives and the negatives Mm -hmm. and da, 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 you know, and nurture the positives and let's try to hash out these negatives. And so it became a priority where 
education and career was the priority for um, for the bulk of our marriage at that point. And so once the shift came to like, all right, we need to nurture our marriage, mm-hmm. then all of a sudden things, so this monumental shift happened in our world. Wow. And um, the struggles that we were having almost just seemed insignificant. Yes. It was really it was really almost as though the emphasis that was on the struggles was actually fueling the struggle instead of eliminating it. Well, wow, what a very so, self-aware thing to yeah. say. A lot of people have a hard time coming to that realization and and you guys were really just straight up with each other and oh, yeah. that, you know, you had to to figure it out. Well, you either are going to figure it out or you're not. Mm-hmm. And so what are you going to do? You're going to have, you know, nobody is ever going to love your children the way their mother or their father loves them. Yes. So good luck. Yeah. Good luck with all that. <laughs> you know, yeah. everybody who's so intent on, you know, looking at somebody else's life, particularly, you know, especially today, it's so damn hard. You know, they've got all this social media and this, that, and the other. And let's be real. Nobody is going to sit and say, Oh, I had an argument with my husband. Instead, they're going to be like posting up this bullshit picture of coffee and bag <laughs> by my so husband. <laughs> you know, I have the greatest husband in the world. Yes. Like, you know, I do have an amazing husband. I also don't need to tell every other woman in this town how amazing he is. Right. You know, that's nobody's damn business. Yes. So, but I mean, the the need, the, the need tr- for people. Well, to because here's the truth of it. You way. know, you know, and I know, and every other woman. When you are categorically expressing and fawning over how fabulous everything is in your life, it's a complete facade. Yes. And you go ahead and keep saying whatever you have to say to try to trick yourself. Like, that's your stuff. I don't care. But it's silly. So I would rather acknowledge whatever it is for whatever it is. If mm-hmm. it's good, if it's bad, if it's ugly, if it's pretty, I don't care. I right. just want to see it for what it is. And if it's something that needs to be addressed and taken care of, then let's just move forward. Let's yes. do what we can. Um, well, I find that if people had your kind of philosophy about it, there wouldn't be so much disillusionment with people comparing their lives to those others. That seems so perfect. You know, it's a hard situation and it makes my, it does make my heart hurt a little bit for today's youth because I feel like you have so many, so many. And when I say today's youth, I'm even talking about people in their twenties and sometimes even into their thirties, um, which is a sad statement in and of itself, but it's, it's accurate (laughs) because, you know, you see, you see people who, instinctively want to just say this is my life and it's so beautiful perfectly curated yeah here's the thing you're in your 20s nothing is perfectly beautiful Mm -hmm. it's i mean at my age nothing's perfectly beautiful some days are perfect Mm -hmm. some days are beautiful very rarely is it together you Mm -hmm. know and that's okay it's okay yeah I mean, there's beauty in the imperfection. Everything. Yes. Everything. That's exactly right. But you, it's almost as though we have the society that's trying to cultivate this perfect 
falsehood of a reality that it just doesn't exist. Yes. And so what that does is it sets everybody up in their minds for a failure because it's not attainable. Mm -hmm. So why not approach it with a realistic eye and saying, I'm just going to do the best I can. Yes. You know, not every day is a diamond and that's just the way it is. You know, <laughs> we can't a, all shine. That's so a great quote. it's just, you know, you just got to do the best you can. Yeah. Uh, no. And I'm glad that you brought that up too. I, I grew up, I mean, it went all throughout high school. I mean, social media didn't mm -hmm. exist until I was in college and that's was Facebook. And I guess MySpace was around, but I didn't get involved with that. Mm -hmm. But Facebook, only college students could be a part of it. Right. And now it's just blown up into, right. to what it is today. Right. I so mean, I, now you have children who are seven children. Yes. You thank know. you. Children. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's terrifying to me. That really is. Like yes. even my youngest son, Carson, who's 18 now, um, he's never had Facebook. Mm -hmm. It's unnecessary. Yes, it is. It like, is why, not a why, necessity. Why would you want that? Because yeah. the people who are your age that are on it are talking about it. I mean, that is such bullshit. The people who are my age that are on there, come on. Mm -hmm. Like, it's just, it's unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's interesting because you can see how there are positives and negatives. For instance, I mean, for, for your businesses, it is like it's, incredibly it is, beneficial. It is absolutely in fact, if you have a business and you're not utilizing social media, you are failing yes. yourself <laughs> to an epic degree. Yes. You I mean, it's really, free. truly are. It's Absolutely. Free advertising. Absolutely. It's amazing. Well, and In you that have respect. the ability to nurture whatever it is that you want to nurture on that navigation. You yes. really do. But it, uh, on a personal level, mm -hmm. you know, I feel like, um, for youth, we really don't know who we are well until double digits, right? Yes. Well um, into double right. digits. <laughs> but when you're, I mean, honestly, I, I cringe when, if I think like if there would have been social media to document some of the shenanigans in my mm -hmm. um, adolescence. I mean, just some of the dumb things that have come out of my mouth, like really dumb. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even going to talk about words. I'm talking about actions. <laughs> Uh, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, I did some really silly stuff. Um, it, not necessarily regretful for any of it because it's led to me to where I am today. But I certainly don't need the entire universe to know the bad decision that I made exactly. when I was 20 and da 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 da, da you know? Yes. And it's almost like, um, I feel like there are, are people either watching you or waiting for you to to fail isn't that something yes um, uh, it's it's very unfortunate yeah. and it it does it does it makes my heart a little bit sad when i see some of this you know there's this big movement of oh women supporting women and this that and the, and you know um I just think it's a falsehood yeah no thank you for sharing that i you aren't the first person to have mentioned this to me mm -hmm. um it must be my naivete, but I want it to be true so much. And a lot of women I've met, you I've want it to be it. true yes. because innately in us, we want to see the good. Yes, right. I would like for that premise to be true too. And in your small circle, just as in my small circle, it is true. Yes, because we can collectively and individually support and nurture each other in mm -hmm. our friendships. That works. Yes. On a larger scale, um, 
it's it's just a very hard system to navigate through because you have so so many different individuals at so many levels in their life absolutely and that's okay mm -hmm. but then how do you help somebody who is maybe just starting their career and you're over here that's you've been in your career for 20 years whatever mm -hmm. um, it, it's a challenge to provide that mentorship without it cutting off your nose to spite your own face mm -hmm. you know it, yeah. it's it's um, it's challenging it's just challenging at best yeah I mean I, I can Im imagine I mean I'm not as in like uh, immersed in it as you would be you know because you've been around for a long time and, and you encounter a lot of people I mean I'm literally just bringing people on and having them share their story like it's it's easy for me to kind of you know ma maintain that kind of relationship but to be on that side of it I'm sure is just an entirely different world I mean I don't know I, I'm maybe your perception of me is a little bit different because um I'm not really like I'm not social mm -hmm. um I don't, I don't go out. I don't participate in much of anything. I work mm -hmm. and then I travel and yes. that's what we do. Oh, that's just so what amazing, we do. So, um, so but I do, I do want to be able to offer, you know, support and aid to my contemporaries. You know, mm -hmm. I have a, a young woman who works with me now. Um, her name is Allie and she, she's just a little rock star that hasn't she hasn't realized she's a rock star yet you know and and i just i love working with her yes um she's um you know i've, I've taught her and trained her and to to see somebody shine because they listened yes you know, yeah, that's like their magic. That's yes. their magic. That's not mine, but it feels so damn good to look and know that she, she is going to take this way farther than I ever took this. Wow. That's success to mm -hmm. me. Like that's a success for me because she's going to be her own success. I mean, she already is, but she's like, she's unstoppable. Yeah. But and, that was such an important quality that you just said that she was willing to go in take in the knowledge that you provided and then turn it into her own. That's everything. Yes. So, and that's a huge lack in today's youth. Mm -hmm. um, do you mean like they just kind of, is it just like carbon copies of everything? I mean, everything? what do you mean? I'm born. I expect everything because I deserve everything mm -hmm. because I'm here. Yes. Give me a break. Right. You know, like, let's talk about some hard work and some ethics and some values. I mean, I've had somebody say to me, I need a mental health day. You're 22. Get out. <laughs> Get out. You have no idea what hard is at anything at this point, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm not, I, I mean, I'm not minimizing, but I, I do feel like, you know, we make so many different concessions for yes. so many things that we, if everything is monumental, where's the value in something that's really an issue? Mm -hmm. It's lost. Yeah. It's lost in the shuffle. You yes. know, it's almost like the boy that cried wolf, I think. You know, there's just always noise. So that noise becomes like Charlie Brown's teacher. You just tune it out. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that... Um, 
I think that there's a lot of great things that are coming up and out of Corpus, and there are some really talented Absolutely. people here. Yes. And, and brilliant minds. I'm in awe of some of the people that are here today. Um, the flip side to that is there's a lot of dead weight mm -hmm. and like just wasting space. Yeah. So, and they don't need to be, they don't need to be, but there's a lack of, um, willingness to work. Yeah. I think that, yes, it's, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, what I've seen and I haven't seen too much of it luckily, but for those that tend to be the dead weight, it's kind of just regurgitating something that's already been done, um, you know, because they're pretty good at it and they don't try to get any better at it. They just kind of let it settle kind of thing. Uh, so my kids, when, when um, Christian is the oldest and then Carson, uh, Carson was probably, I don't know, maybe, maybe in like the ninth or 10th grade, I don't know. And he had come home and... Um, I was always pretty stern on grades. Mm -hmm. um, so I think a lot of people probably think... Yeah, I feel like think, you, were, you were tough. Yeah, I my, definitely. My mom was tough, was definitely, and I'm appreciative yeah, of it. Yeah, definitely was. And I think a lot, of, a lot of people probably have a little bit of a misconceived or preconceived notion of who I am based on what I look like, and I'm probably opposite of that, mm -hmm. pretty conservative. Um, but I expect a lot from my children. Mm -hmm. I always have, and I probably always will. Well, I mean, you expected will. a lot from yourself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, well, so... it, but the, the, the thing is, you hit the nail on the head. I don't expect anybody to do anything I myself am not willing to do. Yes. So my kids, um, Carson came home and he had um, a report card and he got a B. And um, I remember being pretty annoyed with him over the B. <laughs> and um, I, I was annoyed because... My kids, are, they're brilliant minds, like far, far more so than myself. Like I had to work really hard at it. I did well, but I had to work really mm -hmm. hard where the kids, they didn't have to really work too hard. They just, it instinctively came to them naturally. Yes. And so at any rate, <clears throat> I was, you know, like probably saying something as under my breath, whatever. And then I walked away. I was getting ready for a flight. Christian came to pick me up and the two boys were going to take me to the airport. And I walked into a conversation and Christian said to him, you know, what are you doing? Like, what, why did you get this grade? And Carson said, brother, what is the big deal? Like, it's a B. And Christian looked at him and he said, you don't get it. It's not a B. This is your life. Mm -hmm. You do not do anything for the participation ribbon. You do everything for the gold. You're a lane and it's what you do. And at that moment, I just thought, they know. Mm -hmm. They know. And they're going to be okay. They're going to work hard, these boys of mine. Yes. You know, you said I'm, uh, you know, it probably was hard. I am. And, and Carson has said that, Mama, you're so hard. Um, not raising a boy. I'm raising boys to be men. Exactly. You know, that is missing. <laughs> that that is that is sorely lacking yes, today. That is missing. You know, and and for young young girls to be strong women, you know, there's nothing nothing more powerful than finding your own power. Mm -hmm. You know, being able to look in the mirror and feel confident that this is what's on my plate today and I am going to successfully 
tackle these tasks. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying you have to I'm not saying you have to take care of everything on that list, but you know, make gains. Just make some gains. Well, I mean, just alone saying recognizing your own power. So yeah. many people give it away by uh, valuing others' opinions over their own right. or uh, letting other people dictate how they should live kind of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, so like you said, once you realize your own power, right. there is nothing more powerful. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah, it needs, I mean, it, it's worth being re, uh, yeah. reset. Right. So. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, it's just. This, I, I like that our conversation has evolved in, into these more philosophical views of what's actually happening. Yeah. That, uh, these are the kind of conversations that I live for. Yeah. And so, I mean, so you you acknowledge that while young and while still being, um, having young kids and that kind of thing, that you were still unsure, even when you went to school in Austin and that kind of thing. Was that I mean, I'm still unsure. Yeah. Come on. You know, I mean. You see, there, I would never yeah. know. I would no. never know. But it's a there preconceived days, notion there, because you are like 100% together yeah. in my mind. I mean, I do think I'm together and I think I'm, I know exactly where my path is. I know exactly what I'm doing, but that doesn't mean that... I don't question, you know, every day I question myself, what are my, what are my goals? What is the reasoning that that's a goal? Why is this important to me? Is it necessary? Mm -hmm. Do I need to do this? You know, I mean, I question everything all the time because, um, every single one of those answers changes every day. Yes. Every single day, you know, um, I mean, God willing, they will, otherwise you're stagnant. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, I, I think there's a beauty in uncertainty. Yes. You know, and it's almost like we're taught, well, that's a fail. That's a mm -hmm. failure. Mm -hmm. It's not a failure. A failure is a fear of doing nothing. Not failing at something you try. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Yes, so that's so important. It's, it's um, yeah, that's a very that's yeah. a very important distinction. Yeah. Being so fearful that you're literally just gonna not take a risk or put right. a toe out of line. No one can live that way. Right. No one should live that way. But many do. Yes, many do, and it's unfortunate, but it's true. You know, that's just the way it is. And I think you see a lot of you today who are either going into a career because that's what their parents suggested that they do. Yes. Um, because that's what the generations before them have done. Mm -hmm. Um, or because that's easy. Yes. I've heard that, you know? Yeah. It's just what I know. Yeah. That's just what, what my family's told me to do. So I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. They always come to the realization, usually while they're still in school, mm -hmm. that it's not right. Mm -hmm. And hopefully, I mean, some people I know have, have, realized it and, and acted upon it and others just kind of begrudgingly went along with it and now they're unhappy yeah. yeah yeah so I really feel like you know a success should be measured in happiness yes you know thank if, you if if well my husband <laughs> it's kind of a, a silly little story but uh, I love when, silly little stories when um when Chris and I were our very first mortgage that we were approved for it was a hundred thousand dollars and like to me at the time that meant I was moving to Ocean Drive mm -hmm. like that was solid mm -hmm. gold and so of course isn't immediately that great too, isn't it well I mean at the time yeah. I mean like your perspective of it, oh yeah know? I mean great. I was so delusional so delusional <laughs> So, don't be so hard I mean, on yourself. Oh, no, I was. But I mean, I, like, I, this was, you know, in the early 90s. Yes. So um, at any rate, I'm immediately looking 
like at these homes and I'll never forget Chris comes and he says well what are you looking at and I said well these are the homes that we qualify for and he, he chuckled and he said who's gonna pay for that and I said we are the bank said that we get this money he's like right we have to pay the loan on the bank yeah. we're not doing that and like just shut it down oh no and um he's so smart my husband he is so damn smart so we bought a home that um was just a little over half of what the bank allotted mm -hmm. for us our mortgage was 452 dollars a month wow that was it right wow. so we lived there for um five years and it, it was beautiful it was a beautiful little home that we created and uh, five years later I said, can I, can I put our house on the market? And if I, if I sell it and we make enough money to pay all of our debt and still have money to put on a new house, can I do it? And he's like, oh yeah, sure. You can, you can, because that's not going to happen. <laughs> oh and no. And I said, okay, okay, okay. And so, um, yeah, the house sold like less than 48 hours. It sold. Holy and so shit. we were actually kind of like, well, what are we going to do now? Yeah. You know? So literally anyway, to go. yeah. Um, we're, we're still story. in the same house. We, we, we bought our, the second home and that's the home that we still live in. Um, that's but amazing. he told me at that time, um, if we live within our means, we're going to live a good life. And I didn't fully appreciate the scope of that comment. I really didn't. I didn't mm -hmm. understand the significance of what those words meant. Um, we paid off all of our um, debt. We had put a lot of my college education on credit cards, mm -hmm. so we'd had a pretty high credit card bill. So we paid all of that off. Oh my gosh, and, that's so um, great. You know, this is now 20 years later, not quite 20 years, but 15 years later, and we still live that same philosophy. And it's, it's a gift to not be so stressed because you're trying to like, Oh, I need yes. this and I need this because this is what somebody else has and somebody else has it. I don't need any of that shit. I, I mean, it, and the truth is if I want it, I'll go buy it, but I don't need it to have it to show face to something. Yes. It's silly. Yes. It's a silly, silly world. And that's a silly, silly cycle to try to one up somebody on a visual or mm -hmm. what kind of car do you drive or what, you know, yes. what kind of shoes do you have on and this, that, and the other, and you know, um, I want more meaningful substance yes. than that. It's like you said, you measure success by happiness. I mean, right. you, you like you said, you work and right. you travel. Right. I mean, right. Well, does it get any better than that? And of course, spend time with your loved ones. Yeah. Like, that to me sounds like well, magic I really, life. I really do have like the perfect scenario and um, I'm, I never take it for granted and I'm, I'm infinitely grateful for it. But so Christian works with us. Um, and then Carson, while he's a freshman in college right now, he's still, he's also working with us. And so both the boys, Christian does tattoo and then Carson will tattoo. And I think then Christian course... designed some stripes cups, right? For oh yeah. Uh -huh. I, ha I have yeah. a couple. Yeah. He did. Very talented. He did. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, so we do do a lot of traveling and that traveling is always work related. Always. Really? Always. Wow. Yeah. In fact, we're leaving on Sunday, uh, to San Francisco, um, they're both working there. Christian and Chris are both working there. And then uh, we'll stay for, you know, an extended period of time to have some family fun wow. as well. So we travel to Europe every year to work. 
And when um, you say work, what, what do you mean? The boys tattoo. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. So y'all, y'all are like guests in a mm-hmm. shop kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Whoa, mm-hmm. how neat yeah. is that? It's super cool. And it's, it's like, it's such a, for me, it's really powerful to witness my husband and his boys together. Yes. That is, um, I mean, there's no measure that I can even qualify that with because it's just so powerful to acknowledge that, um, you know, your children have, they have respect for their father and not because of a fear base or because of like, I have to do this, Mm -hmm. but because this is the man that he is and the example that he's led and, um, the path that he's paved, you know, and, and it is, it's inspiring. Uh, yes. And I mean, just hearing you makes talk my heart about it. swell. You know, I'm really, really proud of, of the lane men. I'm very proud of them. Yeah. That is, I mean, fantastic. And the fact that all of y'all get to travel together. And like right. you said, I mean, it, it's combining your two favorite things or mm-hmm. three favorite things, mm-hmm. your family and your work and, and then traveling. Right. Uh, Wow. Oh, mm-hmm. So uh, what's been your favorite place that y'all have gone to to do this kind of thing? Mm. Uh, probably Italy. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. The Czech Republic was really beautiful, but I was violently ill there, so I didn't get to see some of the, it. the stuff. It's okay. We'll go back. There you um, go. You know, I... I think that sometimes my husband gets a little annoyed with me when it comes to the planning because I'm so absent in the planning phase of it, which anybody who knows me knows like that's insane that I am. (laughs) I'm so controlling. But why is that? Why um, are you absent? I'm so grateful for the opportunity just to go. Mm -hmm. I don't care where it is. I really don't. Like, I, I mean, growing up, I would have never thought that my life would lead me around the globe ever. Yeah. You know, and so And to do something as cool as I I mean watching them create art. Yeah. Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't ever really care. But then the flip side to that is I'll say, "Mm, this maybe wasn't my favorite. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it's like, then you need to be a part of the planning phase. So it's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I appreciate everything. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you can still be grateful. Yeah. Still, you know, yeah. offer your two cents. Yeah. That's totally fine. Yes. So you never you never actually do any cosmetic tattooing when y'all travel overseas? I don't. No. Um, we've... I recently started thinking about it and I've had some invitations, um, states to different states to work. The thing with cosmetic tattooing though, is it's not just one appointment. You have to have two appointments. Mm-hmm. So you have oh. one visit, you have one visit. Hypothetically, I, we did your, your cosmetics today. Yes. Then you would need to come back to me in like four to six weeks. And mm-hmm. so, you know, to be okay. able to go back to, yes. um, there are several states that I could very easily do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, to go back, uh, you know, to leave the country again in such a short parameter is, it, it's just not feasible. Yes. No, that um, makes sense. And then, you know, my, my books at work, I mean, I'm booking in, um, July. I think I have some June appointments available too. So are you the you only know. one doing it there? No, Allie okay. works too. Okay. Um, but Allie's booked. Um, I think she has a couple of May appointments left mm-hmm. and then she's in June as well. So, 
we're just busy. We're what you guys busy. do is incredible. And also something that really caught my eye, because it's really great to see women, women with their brows done and their eyeliner done and their lips done. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. But when I saw that you, I believe it was you, tattooed the breast of yeah. someone who had lost their, their entire nipple and mm-hmm. areola area, mm-hmm. I mean, wow. Mm-hmm. That's just incredible. So that's actually how I became involved in cosmetic tattooing. Mm-hmm. It had nothing to do with the beauty industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of a joke. I'm a bit of a tomboy, as I'm sure you can tell. <laughs> um, you know, when I told my husband that this is what I wanted to do, he kind of chuckled. He's like, oh, so you're going to start wearing makeup? Oh, oh, I guess I have to wear makeup. Okay. You know, it's just kind of a silly joke. But um, that actually all came about because my dad had been diagnosed with cancer. And so upon his diagnosis, just by pure happenstance, I checked the mail and in the mailbox was an invitation to participate in the local Corpus Christi Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. Mm -hmm. He didn't have breast cancer, but that was what we had locally. So I was like, you know, I'm going to, I am going to take a stand and I'm going to be a part of this. Mm -hmm. And so... And I saw that this is a charity that you kind of like to represent, like when you were in the bend and for the most beautiful women inside yeah, and out. Yeah, so I, I did. I just kind of, I think it was a way for me to just become okay with the fact that my dad was dying. Of course. You know, in some, in some way. Um, I don't know that you actually ever really become okay with it. But in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'm doing this, so this is going to help somebody and, you know. Whatever. Yes. Whatever spin we make. Right. Um, so I did. I started um, volunteering, you know, a lot of time with them. And you start cultivating some relationships with the people you're spending some time with. And um, I was meeting so many women that their hair was falling out or they were bald mm-hmm. and they had scarves or they had, you know, these wigs that were you know not very flattering mm-hmm. and um i started to learn that our community has a lot to offer um that demographic but they don't necessarily know about it and then i also yes. learned oh my God, i huge. also learned about our local beauty industry and i was really disheartened by what i learned because there are Uh, You know, there are a a handful of women who, or two handfuls of women, who donate their time to organizations like the ACS and um, other cancer um, nonprofits. And those women are all my age and older. Mm -hmm. Well, let's be real. If you're 20 and you have lost all of your hair, do you want a 55-year-old cosmetologist to create a haircut for you? Right. Probably not. But the 30-year-olds, they're not willing, they, they were not donating their time. And so um, I reached out to a couple of girlfriends of mine, and it wasn't that they didn't want to, and I, and I still feel this way. I don't think that the local beauty industry women, I don't think they didn't want to. I just don't think they knew yes. that this was an opportunity, mm-hmm. you know? And so... I, as soon as I told a couple of my friends, they're like, of course, let's do this. And so they were able to, you know, come wow. in and help and do some things too. So uh, that was not a dig like, oh, the people don't want to do anything. It's just, we don't always know how to translate this information and where, yes. where do we share this and how do yes. we make sure that these people get it so that the, 
the larger audience would benefit. Mm -hmm. So, but you managed to anyway. Good well, job. we we did. We made a small dent in a day, um, but. It was at that point that cosmetic tattooing became on my radar and I laughed when some, you know, somebody had said to me, you should really do this. I'm like, yeah, I'm not an artist. Like I'm a very analytical person. Mm -hmm. I am not somebody who is, um, I'm just not thinking about like the rainbows and the butterflies and stuff like that. Right. I'm like, thinking about numbers and what's happening in the world, <laughs> and, you know, so um, this is such an interesting it was, twist. Uh, yeah, it it was really strange. So um, at any rate, I thought, yeah, no, that's not happening. I'm not going to do that. And um, a couple of people were pretty persistent. And I just thought, oh, I don't know. And I talked to my dad about it um, before he passed away. And he thought that that was a pretty cool thing to be able to, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. um, so I talked with my husband and, um, he was pretty opposed to it. Mm -hmm. Um, not, not because he was opposed to the idea of that happening, but because he didn't want it inside of Pinnacle, which okay. is our tattoo shop. Yes. And, um, you know, just flippantly, I said, well, okay, then I'll just go buy my own building. And then he kind of laughed at me. He's like, all right, you can try. Let's see, what, let's see how it plays out, you yeah. know? And neither one of us really anticipated that it would evolve to what it has evolved into. Mm -hmm. um, it's pretty incredible what it, you offer. It, yeah, it's it's been, um, you know, it's so interesting. When you do something, when you act out of goodwill and grace what comes back is monumental mm -hmm. um and i kind of feel that way about gold dust you know it was not ever created because it, i'm just gonna go slay it that was not its intended purpose yeah and i love that this was I, your approach and then you're like yeah. hey i have these skills maybe i can incorporate these other things. Right. Well, it was from the women that kept coming to me. And, no, I don't do this. No, I don't do this. I don't do this. I don't do this. And I didn't want to do any of that. Um, so I mean, you were strictly... just kind of got wore down, to yeah. be honest with you. <laughs> Which and seems that, like these yeah. people must have been very powerful because it doesn't every seem to day, be like worn down. Every day I'm hearing <laughs> some of this stuff, you know. Um, it It is... Uh, yeah, I definitely did. I got wore down. That I is... absolutely did. Um, they, uh, yeah, watch out. With those, those, little... those women are powerful, you know, especially if you're meeting somebody who is at a vulnerable place in yes. their lives, you know. So that was that was the first um, building block mm -hmm. and the foundation of gold dust, and then. Um, much to my surprise, um, this whole beauty aspect came into play. Never, ever in a million years did I think that I was going to be busy with eyebrows. I never, ever And did. I keep looking and at I yours. Never yours thought... are just freaking amazing. <laughs> Thank you. And I don't, I'm not one to comment on eyebrows. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I think that, um, you know, I mean, I'm constantly in awe. Like, this is 
it blows my mind that this is where we are. Um, but I really thought that it would be, my clientele would be more medically based mm -hmm. than aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So, it, and it's it's not. But in, in large part, Allie is going to start taking more of that beautification aspect of it so that I can then focus more on the medicinal aspect right. of it. No, and that's, that's really where I'd like for that to go. You know, just kind of go back to my why. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, and you finally found someone you trust, you yes. know, who, who uh, has all the qualities you like to take over that portion of it. Right. And, and help you. Right. So I, I think that's amazing. And then not only, and it's so funny to me because you were like, I just didn't anticipate it, taking the route of the aesthetics and being, yeah. being known for beauty. Mm -hmm. And then you did a spread in the bend talking about, you know, beauty products and right. that kind of thing, which I love. Right. It's so, so good. It's, you know, I think, um, there is a local plastic surgeon in town. His name um, is Dr. Govern, and he's recently retired, but I met him um, 18 years ago, and um, I'll never forget. We were having a conversation, and he looked at me, and he said, you know, you're kind of a walking oxymoron, and I thought, well, you're an ass. <laughs> You know. He had to know that was coming. And, um, <laughs> you know, we chuckled. And it took me a while to really digest what he meant by that. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that that's probably pretty accurate. You know, I think that just visually you have a preconceived notion of who I might be. And then maybe once, if we get the opportunity to actually know one another, then you'll realize like you might've been wrong. Yes. So, Hey, and there, there's something to be said, you know, people make these assumptions and automatically believe they're right. Yeah. And so for them to be presented with facts, yeah. otherwise, you know, it, it's a growing process. Yeah. So I, and then I the flip amazing. side to that too, is I, I don't care if they, um, I don't care what their perception of me is. And, um, really more times than not I I don't engage in that conversation anyway so it doesn't really matter right so yeah that's that's so important I mean so for for women who want to do this kind of thing so mm -hmm. not necessarily cosmetic tattooing mm -hmm. but just doing their own thing starting yeah. their own business and, yeah. and bringing people on I mean wh what would you say to them I mean the biggest thing is to to value your own opinion before anyone else's yeah, I think um, <clears throat> first and foremost is you need to have a solid plan. You know what what is your what is your intent? What is your purpose? And what is your why? Um, you can't just um, well, in my opinion, you can't just say I'm going to do this. This is what I want to do because this is going to be so much fun and I'm going to be good at it. You know, um, you have to have a solid plan and you have to work at making that plan in motion mm -hmm. every single day. So tenacity, you know, there was a time. And you have that in spades, I can yeah. tell. <laughs> Thank you. There was a time where I would say um, college education is mandatory. I would absolutely have said that, and I would have sworn by it. Um, and today I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that um, you yourself have to be your own advocate you yourself have to be your own cheerleader you yourself have to be your own boss mm -hmm. you have to you have to be all-encompassing yes everything 
to you. Mm -hmm. Not everything to everyone, but everything to you. And so I think um, leave your ego. You know, the minute you start thinking that you know all of the answers, that you are right and that you are the best or you are, you are, you are, you fail miserably. Yep. You know, um, I think that uh, whatever amount of time that you're working now, double it. <laughs> Just keeping it real. I mean, it's the honest truth. You know, yes. people will ask, you know, oh, honestly, I... I want to either punch people in the throat or stab them <laughs> when they have the audacity to say to me, you're so lucky you just get to have your own schedule. And I just think, you know, my husband will be the first to say I work a minimum of 70 hours a week. Mm -hmm. Minimum. Um, it's my choice to do that. 70 but hours. you have to, you have to understand your why like what what do you what is your purpose whatever that purpose is you better get ready to get dirty yeah so and you can do it there there are infinite amount of resources available today there's almost no reason that you can't succeed mm -hmm. really i mean it really be you if you don't succeed it's, it's probably oh honest honest that's the honest answer yes yeah. Yes. And, you know, I've had, um, I've met a couple of younger people whom, um, you, you would like to believe that there's good in everybody. Um, there's just not, mm -hmm. there's just not, that's the honest truth. Um, but you see people who are set up in, um, their future and they'll fail miserably. Because they have no gumption. They have no oomph or no sense. The sense. Oh, my goodness. You know? And then you see people who have nothing. But they will work tirelessly. And they'll have it. They'll mm -hmm. get it. They will shine. Those are the people whom I would rather have every single one of those people on my team than the person who thinks they're cultured and <laughs> well yes. and, um, you know, Corpus Christi High Society. Mm -hmm. Give me the West Side Kids um, every yes. day. Yes. Every day. Because we're going to crush it. Mm -hmm. And that's the bottom line. That's, I mean, it's just the tenacity, I think, is the biggest thing that you need to really hold on tight. Yeah, and I think coming from you that is so so valuable. I mean, even for you to say, there was a time in my life where I would be say, hands down, without a doubt, college education is absolutely required. And then as you've progressed, you're saying, you know what? You know, you're, you're willing to take in new knowledge and, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and uh, cha change mm -hmm. your mindset. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, to me, goes hand in hand with your saying, if you think you know it all right mm -hmm. away and that you're the best and that you can't learn anymore, then... Yeah, I mean, so I just... Uh... Just last month, I was in Dallas for four days um, for continuing education. You know, there's always something new. It doesn't matter what field you're in. There's always new technology, new advancements, new techniques, new products. Something new is happening. So if you become to the point where you already feel like, I know what I'm doing, mm -hmm. I'm comfortable with what I'm doing, um, 
on one hand, I understand that, and I, and I I respect it to, to some degree. Um, but you have to continue on that forge forward, or you're going to be left behind. Yes, yes. That's so huge. It, it, yes. It's just the way it is. It's the world that we live in. You know, there are things like this um, social media that you mentioned earlier. Um, I have a true hate-love relationship with that. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, as a business owner, invaluable. Yes. I, I definitely reap many, many rewards off of that. Um, and then for me with my line of work, um, just my clients are my, they're my walking advertisement. And so that works for me. Mm-hmm. But, um, this, this social media, the technology, like I, I am going to completely date myself and throw myself under the bus, <laughs> but l- legitimately this happened. Um, you know, the little icons on Instagram, you know, the, the, not the stories, but the little, yeah, whatever. Yes. Yes. See, I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. Whatever. I, I, I couldn't name them, but yeah. I, I can picture them. Well, I think they're called icons is yeah. actually what they're called. But at any rate, I'm like, I don't really know exactly how to create those. So that's fine. I'm going to call a graphic designer and he'll create them for me. And that's perfectly fine. And so that's what was happened. But in the meantime, I'm like, how do I create that little story because that's a quick sell, right? Yes. People who don't want to look through the whole feed, just yep. make it the easier you make it. Absolutely. Right. Yes. So, and the shorter, the yes. shorter, concise. And yes, easy. <laughs> totally. So, I mean, it, I spent like m- my husband was like, okay, so how, how much longer do you have? I'm like, I don't know, maybe 10 minutes, like an hour later. And I'm still like, <laughs> You know, you can envision the cartoon with the smoke coming out of the ears and the um, head has like removed and I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can't stand it. So then I, you know, like the next couple of days, um, I'm talking to my son Carson and he's like, oh yeah, this is da 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 da. Oh my God, Jesus. Yes. I was going to say, you have resources. Oh, I have, I am so fortunate. I mean, I have, um, Pinnacle houses six of, in my opinion, Corpus Christi's finest artists. Wow. Um, they are true artisans. You know, they are tattooers, but they are sculptors and painters and craftsmen and welders. And, I mean, they're wow. all-encompassing yes. artisans. Wow. And so at any given moment, I have all of these wonderful people in my tribe that, I mean, I'm just, I'm so, so fortunate. I get that. I do. Um, but no, that, that's another amazing characteristic of you is that you recognize and are grateful. I mean, yeah. it, you know, no, it's a team. That alone. It's a team. We're really fortunate pinnacle because, um, we opened in, uh, Chris and I bought that building in May, 2007. And then we opened to the public in 30 days later. Wow. In June. Yeah. That's kind of one of those things where, you know. Tenacity. No option. Yeah. yeah. Well, we had two kids. Yes. What are you going to do? Wow. So. Um, That's incredible. We opened up and then um, currently uh, Jeremy, he's been with us. Um, he joined us in, I think it was 2008. 
maybe right at the beginning of 2009, somewhere right in there. So he's been with us this whole time. A decade. Um, yeah. And uh, then Christian, our son, he started tattooing um, eight years ago. So, of course, Pinnacle's been his um, his home base. Um, but he travels everywhere, so that's pretty awesome for him. Yes. Um, and then William, he is originally from uh, South Carolina and then lived in LA and then in Hawaii and he and Christian met in a convention I think maybe in Hawaii and um, he came to visit and he's stayed with us Wow! And yeah he's kind of become my third I guess they're all kind of like my kids in right. a way, you of know, um, but particularly William um, because he is Christian's age and um, you know, he doesn't have parents here, so of course. Um, at any rate, and and then Lucas, he has been with us. Um, he and Chris worked together years and years ago, and then you know went about life, and then reconnected. And so he's been with us now for I don't know, maybe five years or so. So uh, the longevity is there, and it's. Um, we're family is really, you yes. know, every, all of us are just a family. We do things together at work and at home. We do things together. So, mm -hmm. um, it's very telling to me and, and a, a very impressive because you guys brought these guys on. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that they've been around as long as they have, you guys have a knack for picking the exact right person. Well, I think what it is, <clears throat> The honest truth is if I were the one running the show, they might not all still be with us. Because mm -hmm. I probably am, like, I'm a little harsh, yeah. you know? Like, if something isn't done right, I'm like, why wasn't this done? Da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. You know, my husband is, um, he's pretty even keel with things. But then when you, like, if you've upset, you know, poked the bear, of like, course. I mean, yes. it's going gonna, it's gonna to get... I mean, as business owners, you yeah. have to have that side. Yes. I think that... Um, in large part why our um, Pinnacle family is as solid as it is is because my husband mm -hmm. is the leader of that and um, he is there every day and he used to be the first one there and the last one to leave and you know he's oftentimes still the first one there and he's never usually the last one to leave yeah. anymore because we're old and we don't need to do that anymore <laughs> but um it is by an example you know that you you have a mutual respect you're not telling people what to do you're showing them what you do and in return they're going to do the same yes and um yeah we've just been able to cultivate those relationships and and we're lucky Actually, we're not lucky. We, 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 you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. That's really what it boils down to. You know, there's many people, there are many people in our same situations who have um, a revolving door at their tattoo shop. Right. That's what I'm like. How can you establish anything? Yeah. It's so hard. I mean, not just at a tattoo shop, anywhere with that kind of, you know, turnaround. Um. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have it. We yeah. don't have it. And I and honestly think, like I just of. think it's a, a testament to um, both my husband and to, to the tattooers. You know, I think that they all recognize their own value and um, that they're appreciated. Mm -hmm. And 
respected. Yeah, and that's uh, absolutely huge when yeah. you have employees or you know people working right. with you and, right. and um, for you, I guess. Right. Uh, yes, for them to realize that they are considered to be valuable and, and yeah, um, that y'all love having them around. Right. Um, and, and you know, you said that you, you were lucky and that you reap what you're, you sow, mm-hmm. but I feel like Corpus is so lucky to have you guys here. I mean, look, look well, at what you, you guys are providing. I mean, beautiful artwork and, and these amazing, like you guys at Gold Dust have already established kind of like your own little line of, uh, it's starting off with like your face masks and your scents. Y'all just developed some scents, right? So exciting. Yeah. yeah. It's, I it's can't funny. wait to go in there. Yeah. I haven't been in there yet. Yeah. I'd love for you to come in. Yeah. And I've been so fortunate to um, befriend this um, lady in um, North Carolina. And it, you know, when you meet your person, like it just clicks. Absolutely. It's you just, just know. easy. Mm-hmm. It is easy. And, um, so many different things are, are starting to like come to play that I never anticipated. And, you know, now we've got some new, new products that are getting ready to launch, um, for brides, you know, and that was in large part because my sweet Sierra is going to marry my son. And Mm -hmm. so it was like, we're going to have a, you know, a fun little play on something. So she's definitely an asset. (laughs) She's so good. Yeah. I I really love her. Yeah. She's been a a huge blessing to, to my son and then to our family. Yeah. I never even knew I wanted a daughter until I met her. And then I'm like, Oh, I guess I always wanted you. That's amazing. No. So yeah, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, so there are, um, different products that are on our shelves. Um, and I'm really proud of that. It's, it's, um, to have an idea in your head, but then to like regurgitate that to somebody else and then have somebody else, you know, translate it to like, Oh, Okay, you, you get me. Literally, you got it. Oh my you got gosh, it. yes. So it's... Um, that is worth its weight in gold. It really That's is. That's amazing. Yeah, so that was pretty pretty exciting to see that and to continue to watch that play out. You know, I had a, a local church that contacted me um, two weeks ago and wanted 100 products for their moms for Mother's Day. Wow. And I was like, oh. Okay. Wow. Yeah, I can do that. Sure. You know, and meanwhile, I'm like, I don't really know if I can do that, but I'm going to make yes. it happen. We're yes. just going to make, you know, you just. Yeah, make it happen. Make it happen. <laughs> so we made it happen. And, um, you know, I, who would have ever thought? Like, I would have never thought a church is calling me. Like, okay. But it's all come full circle. Yeah. You're being your Catholic school girl. Yeah. And a family of tattooers. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's so beautifully yeah. orchestrated. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I just... Because I'm really liking the approach of, like, the holistic beauty kind of thing, which I know that you guys emphasize a lot. Um that's something I'm really, really proud of. Um, we've created these. I had, I had a, just an idea one day about having a master's class. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody that walks into to the studio is just immediately is like, it's so peaceful and calm in here. And um, I thought, you know, we could really expand on that aspect and share the wealth. Yes. And so, um, my girlfriend Katarina who owns skincare boutique in, um, 
Crossroads Village. Mm -hmm. She and I um, visited one day. I just had a proposal to her, you know, would you be interested in doing a class with me? And she said, of course, whatever. She didn't care. So um, super easy. And so I put together this syllabus of sorts of, um, I think our first one was um, for the new, no, it wasn't. It was in um, November of last year, mm -hmm. Slow Beauty. It was um, a, a book published by Shell uh, Pink, and it was Slow Beauty. And um, the premise of it is eating healthier foods not all you can have your burgers like it's you of know course. i'm not saying you have to go delve all in but the premise is beauty from the inside out yes right so so many times you're seeing women that are complaining of x y and z but they're not acknowledging what they're doing to get to that equation yep. and so it's um it's just an opportunity for us to in a very comfortable environment to sit down and educate um, so that this is for like customers or clients or like you know the mm, general so public. it's for the general public so we um we've had three classes now and i will just put it up on social media and I mean it sells out within like two hours yeah. it sells out um the tickets are always a hundred dollars you get um I saw the food I, spread. yeah I, oh my I God. serve I serve <laughs> yeah that's amazing definitely we don't skimp on anything because again it's an experience and that's what you want people to enjoy right that's what life yes. is an experience yeah so well, I'm telling you just from those pictures you, I want to be there well, everybody if, wants to be there if you are all in in that experience you're going to take away mm -hmm. right but if you're just there you're not even going to hear mm -hmm. what's being said so um it's all encompassing so you're going to have the the food um there's always some sort of a physicality to it so there's been pilates and there's been yoga and Ooh, you know things like I that, know so, that. That's yeah cool. it's a three part so it's kind of like the trifecta of health mm -hmm. you know so um we, uh, in fact, the next one I think is going to be like uh, paddle boarding or something along those lines. So at any rate, um, and then there's an, uh, the instruction. And so the instruction is either whatever, whatever is um, in the book or whatever Katarina wants to discuss. So like this last time we did a whole scope on body brushing and how that impacts your lymphatic system yes. and what that does to... Y'all have been yeah. posting about this a lot. Like, I'm yeah. so ready to go and get there and yeah. get all of it. It's The pretty, brush and the... Yeah. Everything. And so when you come to the class, so for instance, this last class that had that, it was your, um, you know, kind of a bloom to blossom. So as a child, you bloom, and then as a woman, we blossom. Mm -hmm. And so it's... Um, the change of the season mm -hmm. and with that comes the change of skin yes. and the change of da, 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 as a woman so the um the class you did you got the body brush you got the face brush you got the um the facial cleanser and the body scrub yes. so and then the tote so it's it's a fee that gives you the experience and the product. Oh so we go gosh. over all of this together yes. in this class. We're, we're sharing how that to do this, so but then you're amazing. also taking it home so that you can apply it yes. to your daily living. So it's been, um, I mean, honestly, that's kind of where 
my heart is right now with that. I really love seeing the women like just connect. Yes. I mean, I can see it on they your get face it. right now. They just I mean, get just it. how much like, you love yeah. doing it. It's, um, you know, when you get to see somebody, an idea just clicks or it resonates with them or um, it maybe sparks something mm -hmm. within, um, even if it's a minor change, if it's something that will help change the trajectory of somebody's life for the better. Yes. What a solid win. I mean, and that's what the business that you're in. Right. I mean, it's... But it it is, if you allow it to be that, it can also be plastic. Mm. You know? Absolutely. So it's a matter of what what path you want to take. And I don't think there's anything wrong with Botox. I don't think there's anything wrong with any of that. I've done it all. Mm. Um, I think that there's a balance to it, though. And that's where, you know, we can only, you know, it's like a model who's like five foot 10 and weighs 80 pounds and she smokes cigarettes and drinks whiskey. I mean, she's a babe at 20. Let's, what's she going to look like at 50? Yeah. You know, those yep. are things that we have to think about. Those are, th yes. I mean, not, that's not literally what we have to think about, but <laughs> what we're, what are we doing to, to help ourselves down the road? Yes. Age gracefully. Right. Yeah. And be strong. Like, I don't, I don't want to just be graceful. I want to be strong. Mm -hmm. I want to be powerful in my own right, in Ooh, my own that. way. Age you gracefully, know. powerfully, and strong. Yeah. That's like, good. you know, we, we are constantly going on these adventures. I don't want to be, um, you guys just go ahead and ride the bikes without me. I'm going to mm -hmm. sit here and hold the fort down. Mm -hmm. No, I want to ride the bikes too. Yes. I want to do everything. So, you know, keeping that momentum and, and, just moving in a forward direction. So I think it's, it's all encompassing. It really is. Um, and I think that, um, the women of the coastal bend want this. You, yes. Without a doubt. It's been proven to me mm -hmm. that they do. Um, I mean, I, I have literally had professional women say, well, why don't you rent a room at the Omni and, Put this on. Do the class there. Because uh, no. what do you do at the studio? At my studio. Yeah. yeah. No. And and on one hand, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's so flattering. Thank you that you think that this is that great. I love that. Thank you. But then the flip side is like, no. Then it loses its intimacy mm -hmm. and it loses its power in that. You know, mm -hmm. there's a lot to be said for a group of. 12. I mean, I think the first one was like 20 women and that was too many. I mm -hmm. just felt like it lost some of the ability to like really connect and yes. make that uh, just to share that little tinge of ma magic with yes. somebody, you know? And so then the next one, I think we did maybe 17. It wasn't that much smaller. Mm -hmm. Um, but this next one, um, I, I think we've capped it at 14 and I'm just capping it off. It's already, it sold out already. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and, and that is also a problem. Like, well, how do I get on this? I want to come. I want to come and I get it. And so I tell everybody, like, just send me your information. I'll put you on the next list. Yeah. And you know, that's just how it works. It's not ever, um, it's always first come first serve. Yes. Always. I don't ever have any like standing no. reservations. <laughs> Doesn't, I don't work that way. I don't do that. But, um, those those classes have kind of brought a whole new element to the studio. Yeah. And um yeah, these ladies bring 
light into my life and I love it. Uh, yeah, I had no idea that you guys offered the kind of things y'all offered Yeah. Um, until recently. And so, and that's another reason that I want you on here is pe yeah. people need to know. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, like I said, I haven't even gotten a chance to get into it. Well, I think that I there are, wait. there are quite a few people who, who, there are quite a few cosmetic tattooers in town. Mm -hmm. Um, just like there are a lot of tattooers mm -hmm. in town, you know, um, we all offer something different. Exactly. And there's somebody for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's so, beautiful. Yeah. Well, Tina, thank you so much. My pleasure. Much. It was oh a ton gosh. of fun. Yes. You thank just, you. I feel so grateful that you took <laughs> time out you. of your busy day to be Yeah, here. I really enjoyed visiting and with I you. And I just can't wait to see what you guys do next. And, uh, yeah, and I can't wait to go into your your. Yeah, I'm, I'm, excited, I'm excited for you to come yeah. in and check it out. Thank you. Thank you Thanks so for much. having me.